as with anything in life. You take the good out and you take the bad out and use it and learn from it. Our failures aren't always a bad thing. A lot of times our failures are, are huge learning experiences. Some of the biggest lessons that I've gotten have been from failure. In the big picture, that's a success. If you take it and use it and, and move appropriately from that point on in life. Welcome to Leave the Pile Higher, a podcast where you will hear how regular individuals just like you and me, are leaving the pile higher and creating legacies that will benefit future generations. Our goal is to inspire you to embrace your journey and take action to grow your legacy. Let's build. This is Leave the Pile Higher. I am your host, Brian Savage. Today, I have the honor and privilege of sitting with Mr. Brian Barber. Brian, welcome to Leave the Pile Higher. Thank you for having me. Tell us a little bit about yourself, B. I'm an educator. I'm a teacher. I teach elementary school. I've taught at an elementary school since 2003. This is like my 20th year teaching. Always wanted to rap. I'm a performer. I'm big on performing in the arts. I've been rapping since I was probably eight, nine, somewhere around there since elementary school, since I was in elementary school. I always used arts as, I don't know, a base for me to take off and do other things. As I've gotten older, I began teaching. Then I started to create this educational rap character and a name, Mr. New School, targeted for elementary school children. So I create songs that help kids with their multiplication, history, reading, all the different subject areas. And it's fun. I'm a husband. I have a family, a wife. I have two sons. One is four months and another that's five years old. We're navigating that real close with my mother and my brother. I have a brother that has autism. I care for him. Very family oriented. And I'm an entrepreneur and I want to launch Mr. New School. I never wanted to leave my talents behind because I'm big on the arts and, and I just like to incorporate that in making my, my mark. What inspired you to become a teacher? In all honesty, when I went to college, I, my first years in college were at Elizabeth City State University in North Carolina. So my mother and father went there. That's where they met. My father graduated from there and my mother and him ended up getting married. So when they married, they moved to D.C. My mother ended up finishing college at UDC and they both graduated with education degrees. My mother's was an early childhood degree and my father was an elementary school teacher at Garfield Elementary in Washington, D.C. So I always had education in my ecosystem. Both of my parents were educators and I was thinking, because at that point in my life, I wanted to be a rapper straight up. And so I was thinking, what can I do? You know, I, I, I need time to pursue my, my music. And I was like, teaching, teaching's good. You know, I, I get a lot of breaks. I get breaks in the summer. I get bre every break that you can have. I, my, my days are kind of set as far as my hours, get good benefits. I won't have a problem finding a job. It was aspects such as those that really kind of made me. And I love kids. Now, I always say I, I've always loved kids. When I was in middle and high school, I used to tutor younger children in areas such as math, reading. It kind of just fell right in my lap. I ended up pursuing education as a major. When I was at Elizabeth City, though, I did music. Music was my major, but I didn't do so great at Elizabeth City. It was my first time away from home, and I just was living a life. I was living a life with my young friends. You know, we're like 19, and I'm away from home for the first time, and I just had fun. It didn't reflect on my grades. 
the way that my mother liked. So she brought me back to Maryland. When I came back to Maryland, I went to Bowie State University. And that's when I switched my major from music to education. That's kind of when it all came together. I was like, I need to pick a major. I've been in school for two years. And what am I going to do? So I just went into education, probably because it was familiar to me. It felt like a safe place to be. I just felt that I would thrive and do very well in education. So that's kind of what led me into the field. And here we sit over 25 five years later, because that's when I switched around 20, the major. And professionally, I've been a teacher since 03. So this is like 20 years now. Would you say it was your calling to become a teacher? Education is definitely my calling because it was too clear in my path. Sometimes things are just laid in front of you. Like, how can you how can you not be influenced? How can you not partake? And it was my calling to use my talents in order to, to express, to teach, and just to influence the world, impact the world in a way that only I can based on my uniqueness as a person. It's definitely my calling. I've done it for so long, just natural to me at this point. And it's the same with my music and my rapping and my writing. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a creative. I'm a huge creative. So let's put it like this. I graduated originally with an elementary education degree from Bowie State University. I later graduated from Bowie State University with a VCDMA, Visual Communication digital media arts. It's basically a production. It's a media production major, but it's like a hybrid. It teaches you a lot about video production, music production. I took classes in different aspects of fine and performing arts like theater, painting, drawing, sculpting. So it's really just an artist's major in media production. I really thrived with that. And that just helped me finalize and perfect my approach with how I will use my education background and my artistic background and combine them into forming this Mr. New School. I also got a master's degree from Trinity University in Washington, D.C. And I got that in curriculum and instruction. That helped me to organize my thoughts and organize my plan and my vision into a curriculum. So what Mr. New School Educational Media does is produce curricular material for elementary school age children, but it's an art integrated approach. So I use arts integration, STEAM, science, tech, engineering, arts, and math. We use these in conjunction with one another. All of these core subjects, we combine them in order to create fun educational experiences that elementary school age children can really take advantage of and really connect with. One big part is my YouTube channel. I produce media content that range from respect your parents to math to reading, Black history. We highlight historical figures such as George Washington Carver, Martin Luther King, Claudette Colvin, different people who have done great things in the history of the United States. I use music and not just music. I use all forms of arts. We might draw something that would help a lesson stick. We might rap something or sing something that might help a lesson stick. Within that, I've created characters. I have a character named Mr. Percussion. He's this great percussionist. He helps us learn content through song and music. I have another character, Miss Multicultural. She is amazing. She brings forth different cultures when, we, when we're studying different countries, different culture elements like foods, clothing, language, currencies, celebrations from different different people that 
from all around the world to have Mr. Mathematics, an awesome expert in math. And, and he comes and makes learning fun. I have Mr. Movement Mark, who is big on fitness. We create fun videos that deal in fitness. And I'm Mr. New School. So my character is the host. I'm the, the nucleus that just brings everything together. It's just a fun experience for children. I created a book, Mr. New School's Alphabet Book. That was the first book that I published. It's a book with a new font. I created this font. All of the letters look like something. So A is for art school. So my A looks like an art school. B is for brush. My B looks like a brush. C is for crayon. D is for drumstick. E is for electricity. F is for flutes. H is for harmonicas. So on, all the way to Z. And Z is for zigzag. So that was the first book that I published. And it has a video, a music video that goes with it, a song. The words in the book are actually the lyrics to the song. So it's like packaged as such. And that's my goal, to do that with every song or every package that I present to the new schoolers. I call the, the fans of Mr. New School. I call them new schoolers. So those, you know, I'm like, hey, what's up, new schoolers? Today we're here, there. I travel. I go different places and I take the new schoolers with me. I know that a lot of young people don't have the opportunity to go to different places. My last video that I edited on my YouTube channel was me going to, me along with my family, we went to Puerto Rico. And while there, it was the San Sebastian Festival that they have yearly. It was the first one that they had since COVID. It's been like a three-year lapse since they had it the last time. It was a very cultural experience. I went to different parts of, of the island. I, I showed them the resort that I stayed on. I went down to Magic Slide in the pool at the beach, just walking down the, uh, the street in Old San Juan. Um, they were singing in the streets. They had their vendors out. I went into a store. I bought a hat just to give the viewers something that many of them may not get a chance to experience. But that doesn't mean that that, that imagination, these are things that they will experience later in life. We are what we see. We become what we see. And I just want to show them things. But let's show them that there are other options, other opportunities, and different things going on in the world. And we should be aware of these things. We shouldn't be disenfranchised and cut off. So I'm just trying to, to open different lanes of imagination for the new schoolers. The musical element and the educational element, was it easy for you to marry the two to create Mr. New School? You know, it really did. Initially, I wasn't so sure that it would flow like water, but it was just through the life experience. Sometimes you got to jump out of your comfort zone and just try to do something new. That was probably the hardest thing at the young age at which I started really try to, trying to bring it to fruition was, was just trying to get out the comfort zone. But I think that once we all jump out the comfort zone, our comfort zone, whatever that is, you become more comfortable with that. That becomes your new comfort you become more varied and more diverse. When I was teaching, everybody knew I rapped. I used to be in Washington, D.C. They had this show back in the day called The Scene. And I used to have videos on the scene all the time. My name was Little Brian back then. I would do these. I would have big time props in my videos. So I had like a helicopter in a video before. I had a friend at the fire station who just opened up the entire fire station for us. Let us shoot a video. So I had like cars on fire. We had the fire trucks and, and the hoses and the outfits. 
sitting there. I mean, it was pretty awesome. I would have these big props in my videos and I would come on TV. I had this song called Get Big. When I get big, the whole world will be mine. When I get big, yeah, I'm going to do it for my city one time. When I get big, I'm going to get much respect. When I get big, yeah, you're right. I'm going to cash my check. When I get big, they're going to notice me. When I get big, yeah, you're right. They're going to know it's me when I get big. Yeah, it's my time. When I get big, when I get big, I'm going to shine. When I get big, I probably wrote that when I was like 23. So I've always had raps with purpose, with inspiration. It wasn't too hard for me to marry that into education or merge that with education because, you know, that's kind of what education should be about, you know, inspiring positivity and just trying to show the best of ourselves so that our students or our mentees can mirror that and show the best of their selves. So when I got into the classroom, you know, I'm teaching. Everybody knows I rap. I'm coming on TV like every night in the local DC area. It was like, make a song for our kids. It was a multiplication rap. So that's the first rap, educational rap that I'd ever written. It's this multiplication rap. One times one is one. Let's have some fun. One times two is two. I thought you knew. One times three is three. It's easy. One times four is four. Let's do more. And at that point, I didn't even have a name. I just wrote the rap for my fifth grade class. I had a fifth grade class at the time. And so I made CDs. I burnt CDs. Back then, we were burning CDs. And I distributed this to my entire class. And they loved it. They were learning their multiplication. We had this like multi multiplication activity in which as they mastered the different levels, the ones, the twos, the threes, all the way up through twelves, we would reward them, recognize them throughout the course of the year. So they would use these CDs and these songs that I created to just learn the content and it went well. And from there, my students were like, Mr. Barber, what's his name? What's his name? And I'm like, what are you talking about? He said, your rap name. What's your rap name? You know, as far as the educational side of me rapping. So I sat down, I delved and I was like, Mr. New School. And then from there, it just became one song led to the next. Now it's like many songs from Black History, It Ain't No Mystery. Black History, It Ain't No Mystery. To Respect Your Parents, Playground Safety, Let's Make New Friends, Let's Get These A's. Like I just create songs that, that deal in the lives of pretty much the age bracket elementary school. Whether it's a content-based song, it's all about health, eat good, feel good, take care of yourself. And I'm going to tell you the truth about all the foods in the five food groups. Whether it's something like that or something like respect your parents and how to treat each other, you know, more on a social level or social end of things. I'm just using what I have to produce what I think everybody, especially kids, may not have been exposed to. And it's cultural. It's definitely cultural because, you know, mainstream education doesn't always cater or target to culture in which I came from. We'd be black men. And I come from a, from a black neighborhood. I went to black elementary schools and middle schools and high school. I went to HBCUs and these curriculums. And I'm not knocking any other curriculums. They're great. You take what you, what you take from it. It just as with anything in life, you take the good out and you take the bad out and use it and learn from it. Our failures aren't always a bad thing. A lot of times our failures are, are huge learning experiences. Some of the biggest lessons that I've gotten have been from failure. In the big picture, that's a success. If you take it and use it and, and move appropriately from that point on in life. I just wanted to create something that's targeted for kids who in the education, the school system may not, these curriculums may not just 100% reach them. So I'm just trying to reach them. What are some of the lessons that you've learned and built on 
it starts really on a personal side. Uh, one of my biggest lessons that I learned, and this is when I first went to college, my first two years, like I said before, at Elizabeth City State University, and that was a great university. It was some of the most fun times that I've ever had. It's my only experience living on campus. I still hold close many friends that I made while at Elizabeth City. And this is when I'm like 18, 19, because I was there for two years. So I was there for my 18 year and my 19th year. I didn't do good in school. And it's crazy because in high school, elementary, middle, high, I'm a, I'm on point academically. Like I'm literally on point. I applied to three colleges. The three colleges were Elizabeth City, Bowie State, and Howard University. I was accepted to all three. I decided to go to Elizabeth City because I told you before my mother and father went there and I wanted to get away from home. And they had an awesome music program with a huge studio, a huge recording studio. So that was one of the things that I was like, wow, I can live in this studio while I'm down here for free. Well, not for free. I take that back. My mama was footing that bill back then. And that's one of the reasons that she brought my tail back up to D.C. when when the grades weren't right. We paying out of state tuition. Long story short, I just wasn't organized. I didn't have that surrounding that I had when I was home, you know, being away from home. I just didn't have that. I guess there's certain resources that I have here at home that I didn't have there. And I don't think that I was ready. I know I wasn't. I wasn't ready to to venture out and take on all those responsibilities. I needed that support and I didn't have that at the time. And I had it, but it was from afar. I'm moving and shaking and doing whatever I wanted to do at the time, hanging out, skipping class. You know, just to be honest, that's what I was doing. I just wasn't going to class. It reflected in my grades. That was a huge wake up call. I was on academic probation. I had to meet with, with a counselor and they had, what's going on. And I'm sitting up there like not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, period. I'm hanging out. You know, I'm up late. I'm waking up late and I'm staying up late. Class at eight. So it was one of those situations. I came back home. My mother had a car and the car actually broke down and started to have transmission issues. And my mother wouldn't get the car fixed. She could have got the car fixed. So now I'm riding the Bowie State. I'm on the Metro. I'm taking the, the W-12 to Federal Center Southwest. I'm taking Federal Center Southwest to New Carrollton Station and taking the, the, the shuttle from New Carrollton Station to Bowie State. This is a huge transit in the morning and in, in the afternoon. And I'm used to having a car. Like this was like devastating. It was a whole life transition, but it was a lesson that I needed to learn because at that point it was like, I got to get serious. I'm getting older now. Things aren't as they were. I'm growing into my manhood. I need to start taking the things that I'm into, that I'm invested into. And if people have invested of their selves pouring into me, I need to start taking these things more serious because everything is just not la, 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 la. So I'm at Bowie State right now. I had to sit down, talk to the recruiters and, and people in, in the admin office. Why should you? Your grades aren't looking good. You're taking so you know, you're wasting money, you know, this, that, and the other. They're really grilling me. And I'm like, man, I just need another chance. I was young. I was out here, you know, and I was just, I just wasn't focused. So they allotted me that chance and I took advantage of it. I bought my grades up. I had to retake all of these classes, this general ed classes that I hadn't done well in at Elizabeth City. And it wasn't because of my potential or my my smarts. 
It was because of my, I wasn't serious. So I had to get serious. I retook all of these classes to bring my GPA up because they wouldn't let me sit down on an education major without a certain GPA. I had to bring all these grades up. So I did that. Then I started to get into my core classes. I just, I just really started to do it. And then after a couple of years, I'm graduating. One of the biggest lessons that I've learned in life, I mean, when you just settle down, focus and start to take whatever you set forth serious, the rewards will come. And when they come, it's going to be greater than you to ever imagine. Blessings come in forms that are greater than you could have ever imagined. And then sometimes the blessings aren't even what you initially viewed them or visioned them to be. They're even better. So now I've graduated. Now I'm teaching. I never even interviewed. I did a practicum, my student teaching at this school called Oakland's Elementary in Laurel, Maryland. And I ended up teaching there for like 10 years. During my practicum, my student teaching, my last year at Bowie State is in class, on site, having control of the class for, for a couple of weeks. But, you know, it's all a lead up into me taking over the classroom. It was awesome. The principal of that school, Miss Evelyn Nix, I'll never forget her. And she's still doing fine. I actually still keep in contact with her. She just says stay. And now, even now, when I go from school to school, I may be talking to a principal or talking to anybody. It's like, come, come here. Come in. Like, it's just an open job. And they look at my background. They look at male teacher in elementary school. And it's been so beneficial. Why is leaving a lasting legacy important to you? It's important because that's what was left for me. So many people before us helped to make this world what it is and make our experiences what they are for us. And we must continue and elevate and make sure that their work wasn't done in vain. Who am I to not use my talents to the best of my ability? Who am I not to try to the best of my ability? I would be disrespecting anybody who ever poured anything into me by just sitting idle. We have to try. And from our trials, we breed certain things. We grow certain things. To not leave anything behind, I mean, did you try at all? It's important to me to continue. It's more important to me to work, to use whatever has been that I've been blessed with in the best way possible. I'm leaving a legacy of example, a legacy of, of not giving up, not giving up on myself, in turn, not giving up on the future and honoring the the past. Their legacy stands. You look around, you see the legacy everywhere you go. All of these the street names. We don't even realize that, that a street name, Martin Luther King Avenue or, or Potomac River, right in front of our face. All we have to do is tap into it. None of these things disappear. So in honor of the past and in hope and faith for the future, that's why leaving legacy is important a mark for my for my two sons to make my mama proud, my father proud, aunties and uncles. Like, it's a responsibility we have. What do you want to be remembered for? I really want to be remembered for being a good person who didn't give up on himself and in turn didn't give up on anybody else or, or the world. I remember one time when my son was two, my five-year-old, he was two years old at the time. I was giving him a bath and, and I swear, he looked at me, he said, he said, you're a good man. I swear, I just couldn't believe it. I'm sitting there like, well, this is like the best compliment I've ever had in my life. It was coming from a two-year-old 
with all the accomplishments. I mean, and I've rocked stages. Don't get me the line. I've been on stage. I've rocked stages. Big crowds. I've opened up for 112, Four Righteous Teachers, Gangstar, all the go-go bands, Backyard, Junkyard, all of them. I've had sets on shows where I would come perform during their intermission. But I'm telling you, when the boy looked, he said, you're a good man. What more could I be than a good man? I mean, that's about the pinnacle. I'm a good man coming from my two-year-old son. That was amazing. If I can make Mr. New School this global enterprise and we're rapping and we're teaching and we're doing all the things that I, that my, my my mind has the vision for, if I can bring that in reality. But even with that, just remember me as a good man. Because I just want to be an example for the youth. Don't give up on yourself. Because once you've given up on yourself, it's a wrap. I really appreciate your time. Appreciate you sharing your passion. My man, 50 Grand, it's been great. Much respect to you. I salute you. Keep doing what you're doing. It's really a good thing. Really appreciate the opportunity and your platform right here because this is an awesome platform just to just to sprinkle a little bit of knowledge and, and to show people why it is important to lead a power higher. It's a must. We have to do it. And we will be making some big moves in 2023. Most definitely appreciate you, brother. We will do this again real soon. That's all the piling for today. But before we go, I just want to say thank you for the privilege of your time. And remember to like, share and subscribe to the show on all your social media platforms and leave us a comment in the five star rating. And be sure to go to Calendly.com forward slash Savage Family Office to schedule a time so that we can explore and talk more about growing your legacy. I'm your host, Brian Savage. Until next time, let's build something larger than ourselves. Let's leave the pile higher.